Hope you enjoy this encore presentation of I've Got Something to Say. It's totally fine. I have a lot more stories. That you do. Yeah. <laughs> that no. you do. Guilty as charged <laughs> with the stories. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome once again to I've Got Something to Say. I'm Chris Whiting. This is my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is where I just sit here and tell you stories about my life. They may be dumb. They may not be. You don't know. This one probably is. This week's edition is entitled Let's Get Physical. It's cool to work at a corporation like I do, Sprint, where you've got a lot of amenities where you work. So I work at the Sprint campus in Overland Park. We've got a Walgreens on campus. I've actually told a story about that. Uh, Check it out if you haven't before. It's worth listening to. Uh, We've got a dry cleaners. We've got a florist. We've got multiple cafeterias. We also have a health clinic, which is great because if you got a little cough cough or you know you got some itches you can't explain you can just go over and they'll take a look they'll figure it out for you so i'm going to say this was about ot six because this was prior to the merger with nextel uh, i needed to have my annual physical and when you get older it's important that you go and you get checked out every year do you do you get a physical paul yes sir very sure good do. Very good. I'm due in February, just FYI, and I'm putting that out there for accountability. I'm going to go do it, see my doctor, and do it. But this particular year, probably 12, 13 years ago, uh, someone had told me, hey, you can get a physical on the Sprint campus. It doesn't cost you anything because you're using the on-site clinic, and it's convenient because you don't have to leave work and drive somewhere and get an appointment yada 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 so i called the clinic said hey i would like to have a physical they said we can set you up with rick he's one of our nurse practitioners and they told me the time perfect so it's you know a three-minute walk from my building over to the clinic so it's my day for the physical whatever i just make sure i'm clean everywhere and i go over to the clinic to have my physical. I go in and I meet Rick, and he's a big old bear of a guy, just a a large fella, probably 6'3", I'm going to guess like 3, 320, and I'm in the examination room. He comes in, he goes, hey, welcome, I'm Rick, I'm going to be giving you your physical. Um, If you could just go ahead and take all of your clothes off, including your underwear, and put on this gown, that would be great. And I thought... Okay, that's what you do. I'm waiting for him to leave the examination room for me to take my clothes off and put on the gown. Because normally that's what happens, right? You undress alone in the room. Even though they're going to see everything, they give you like just a little uh, modicum of decorum where you don't have to like undress in front of them but rick just sat down and was fastidiously taking notes on something or another i don't know what and i thought well this is weird but i'm not gonna rock the boat i mean i'm not freaked out by this kind of thing so you know i get naked whatever it's sexy who cares and i'm I'm taking everything off layer by layer and he's he's like writing but he's also 
looking over just like to check on my progress and i thought well that's weird but again i'm i'm not gonna make a big scene i'm a grown-ass man it's fine whatever so i get you know butt-ass naked and i put on the little hospital gown and he comes over and he you know asks me a series of questions on his little clipboard and you know do you drink yes you know do you smoke no um just answering whatever and then he's like okay he goes well let's just let's get the hard stuff out of the way first i want to do an overall mole check I'm like what do you mean he's like just want to make sure there's nothing cancerous on your body you know melanoma is a big deal I'm like okay he goes and one of the first places we look because they hide here a lot is right behind your scrotum and yes thank you yeah so i'm like okay so he has me bend over the table and um you know manipulates my scrotum out of the way and looks and starts there and then goes everywhere everywhere looking uh for problem moles or and uh the good news is there were no moles that caused concern uh the bad news was when he was done i just wanted to bite a towel and rock back and forth in the corner of a shower as i tried to clean myself because i felt like this just isn't right something's not right here um the physical continued and he said you know what um you're a couple of years early, but I like to, to get a head start on the whole prostate thing. So let's go ahead and check for prostate stuff. And I'm like, you know, okay, I, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to make sure I got kids to take care of. I want to make sure that I'm healthy and everything's okay. So he's like, here's how we're going to do the the prostate part of the exam. And Paul, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Have you ever had a prostate check before? Yes. Okay, how did it go? Like, what what happened? I'm not sure what you're asking me, <laughs> but it was um, pull them down, okay. bend over a bit, and it happened quickly. Okay, so you were asked to bend over. Yes. Okay. Most of the people I've talked to yeah. are, like, laying on the examination table um, on their side. So it's almost yeah. like you're being spooned. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that... Okay. Yeah, it's like... I guess when I say bend, it was get in a position mm-hmm. is what the doctor asked me to do. Go on. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> that's. It I, happened quickly. I mean, I think. Yes. Yeah. So the normal thing, I think, is you lay on your side. They they lube up the finger. They get it all jellied mm-hmm. up. And then they go up in there. They feel they come out and you're done. It, I mean, it happened. It was uncomfortable. Right. The doctor knew it was uncomfortable, and he goes, sorry about it being uncomfortable. Yes. And I said, I just want to be healthy, Doc. Yes. Yes. And that's all legit. Okay. So in this particular instance, it was a little different. Um, so he had me stand off the end of the examination table and bend over. Um, so my feet are on the floor. And I'm I'm bent over and I'm propping myself up on my elbows. And I just want to get this done, right? I just want it to be quick. 
Let's jelly up the finger. Let's do this. Let's move on with our lives. Both of us. Neither one of us want this. Or so I thought. So I'm bent over and he's like, okay. He goes, let's just prep for a second here. He goes, I I want you to push out as if you're having a bowel movement. I'm like, what, Rick? He goes, just push. Okay. He goes, okay. And now relax. I'm like, All right. He goes, okay. Now I want you to push. And now relax. I'm like, okay. So we do this three or four or five times, an uncomfortable amount of times. And then he's like, okay, now I want you to push out one more time. And then when you relax, I'm going to enter you. So I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. And, it, and let me just say, we're in the Me Too era right now. When you feel uncomfortable, say something. Don't just acquiesce like I did in this moment. Um, but I pushed out as if I were having a bowel movement. And then I relaxed and he entered me. And he stayed <laughs> for an uncomfortable amount of time. Now, I am, again, just to remind you, I'm on my I'm on my feet on the floor, bent over the examination table. I've got my elbows on the table, and I'm like resting my forehead in the palm of my hand. So he's inside me, and I don't know what he's doing. He's flipping cartwheels up there. It's out of control. The Rockettes are in there doing their thing. And it's going on an uncomfortable amount of time. And I finally, like one of my elbows slips out to the side and my head hits the table. <laughs> and I distinctly remember saying, dude, you got to fucking stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he pulls out and says, as if this is going to make it all better, all of a sudden, he says, wow, you're really supple. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm humiliated. I'm pissed off. I'm flattered and a bit curious all at the same time, all wrapped up together. So, I, and he could tell that I'm uncomfortable with this. And then he says, hey, I used a lot of lube. Here's some tissues. You're going to need those. And he's just standing there watching me. Oh, yes. As I've got to clean up this, you know, what I pray to God is Vaseline <laughs> coming out of me as he's looking at me. And, um, and, and the lesson for me in all of this is I should have been strong enough to say to him or to someone that ran that clinic, hey, this ain't right what this guy's doing. <laughs> this just isn't cool. <laughs> don't don't let him work here anymore. But I didn't. I, I wiped in shame and humiliation. Um, I put on my clothes. I, I took solace in the fact that I had a clean bill of health. And then I went back to my office <laughs> And I talked to my buddy Mickey and said, dude, I got to talk to you about what just happened to me. And I told him and, and Mickey, you know, as he should burst out laughing <laughs> uproariously and said, dude, we've got to tell Doug who's my was my boss at the time. So 
I told Doug, and I'm like, what do you think I should do? He's like, you know, I don't think what happened to you was right, um, but I do think I need to make an appointment immediately. <laughs> um, and I found out, I don't know, seriously, like a month, six weeks later, that Rick got fired because of complaints filed against him. And I wish that I had been uh, strong enough or or not embarrassed enough to have said, hey, what this guy's doing isn't right. So all of this, this isn't like my, hey, me, me too moment, but I feel for people who have been in those situations where they've been manipulated and shouldn't have been. Um, and shame on me for not telling, but well, what the hell, I got a good story out of it. So that does it for this edition of I've Got Something to Say. I'm Chris Whiting. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, as always, big thanks to KCTK Radio, my good buddy Paul, for producing and making this podcast happen. I uh, hope you continue to listen after this horrible story, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>